the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. So we went to Vegas this weekend and took quite a few Uber rides because we had quite a few shows to go and see, which was super fun. But one thing I noticed was the conversation around California. Some of these Uber drivers were from California. And if not from California, living so close to California in Las Vegas... It seemed that everybody had a lot to say about the politics here in the Golden State. So I just thought that we could bring to the surface another one of the crazy Senate bills that I am convinced is being pushed forward into our state in order to destroy it. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Clint, have you heard this new Senate bill, 553? No. Basically, it's a bill to stop employees from being able to confront shoplifters that was already passed by the Senate and is now moving forward. So let's break this down for a second. I'm thinking back to how things were when we grew up. And shoplifting was not common at all where we live. And when we got older, probably into our teens, That's when, what was it called when people would like go to a liquor store and like grab the beer and then take it? A beer run? Yeah. So I remember seeing that for the first time when I was, gosh, maybe 15, 16 years old. And it seems as though everything post George Floyd has created an environment where these criminals are actually being persuaded to habitually act in this way because there are absolutely no consequences, right? We went from, oh, if they steal $900 worth or less, then it's no big deal, to now, okay, we'll just let them take whatever they want and leave your store without confronting them. Well, and it's the the biggest problem we're going to see is retailers start moving out of California because they're having so much loss that it doesn't make business sense for them to stay put. You know, like we've already chased out our majority of distribution centers or not distribution centers, but production um, factories and everything like that based off of taxes. Now you have these employers who, I mean, all of us, I mean, if we see something where, say, an employee struggling with a suspect that's trying to leave with property and like we want to jump in, we want to help them, whether you're law enforcement or not, like you want to help that individual so they don't get hurt or to stop this criminal act that's going on. And nowadays, it's if you get involved, you're facing liability issues. Yeah, so here's the the legal argument from these airheads. What they're saying is this in no way is going to encourage theft. That's a lie. What they're also saying is there's examples, like a recent case here in California of an employee of Home Depot who got shot down. I believe he died 
trying to prevent a theft from taking place at his place of work. So they're using that as an exception, and they're using that to encourage this type of propaganda within our state. And they're saying that this bill, they want to pass it, and they want to make it to where only the security guards, only people who are hired for that particular position of theft prevention are able to intervene if ever they see a situation of theft taking place within any establishment. So you made a great point because there are good civilians like myself who would absolutely do what they could if in a situation where, you know, it would be deemed necessary to provide assistance and help in a situation like that. So the next the next event, the next kind of wave of what they're going to go after next is making it a criminal act for good civilians who are stepping in to intervene and helping and providing assistance to probably receive jail time and fines for conducting themselves like a good civilian. You know, it's really interesting to hear this legislation that's coming through and then to know on the back end of what the state's also doing to prevent this stuff. Well, you know, if you look at there's there's a grant that the the state has approved recently to fund law enforcement agencies to combat organized retail theft and like it's kind of counterproductive you have this grant that's coming through to focus on that but then you're also passing legislation to permit people just to steal shit yeah like, and they they want to promote big businesses They do not understand that capitalism is the backbone of Americans. And I'm saying that because their idea is to make sure that only people who are hired for those positions would help in theft prevention. Meaning that if you are a big, strong man and you see that female security guard unarmed who is trying to apprehend or stop a suspect from stealing merchandise out of the store, that gentleman would be fired and who knows what other legal consequences he would face. But the truth is that there are so many businesses in California that are not these major corporate businesses who cannot afford to hire somebody who is just for that position. Yeah, it's something that I don't think, especially as politicians don't recognize the reality of these issues and kind of what comes into play with it. A lot of these big box stores have already told their employees, you're completely hands off. You ask them to stop. If they don't stop, then they just get to steal it. Like it's a, it's a, like it makes no sense. Like you're stealing thousands of dollars worth of merchandise and say, please stop. Don't steal that. And if you keep walking, then that's it. And yet the good people like you and I walking out of a fucking Costco or Walmart are being hounded to show our fucking receipt. Yeah, exactly. And something that's really important to recognize, and most people don't realize this, the higher theft amounts that these businesses face, who's actually having to pay for it? Not the businesses, the consumers are. So if you start going into lower income areas and you start seeing prices rise more and more, you can assume that the theft is occurring more and more. So really this bill is counterproductive because you're actually targeting, you know, lower income areas and, and different races within those areas to 
fall victim to the the higher rates and they can't afford this stuff. So theft is going to occur more and more. Or you have the people who are the do go, the good doers and who always do the things correctly, like you and I, who get screwed out of the conveniences. And what I mean by that is there was a Whole Foods up north that closed completely after one year. Like that's crazy. Whole Foods does such an intense cross analysis before they ever decide to create um a store in any given area. So for them to have conducted all of that, gone through the the cost that it takes to be able to open a new store, and then after one year to close it, and the sole reason why wasn't because they weren't profitable um, because of like consumer purchases. It was because they were losing money on the theft that was taking place and the vandalism that was taking place because of the way that our powers within of this state allow this type of criminal behavior to occur. And it's really funny is, is you go back in the last two years, they talk about the defund the police, defund, you know, this, this governmental control on enforcing criminal action and having citizens take place of law enforcement. But at the same time, they're increasing the types of criminal acts that can can occur within society. Like it's, it's creating such a dynamic to where we as normal citizens don't feel safe. And that's why you see so many people fleeing California. And I'm thinking from a, a business owner standpoint, and if I were a small business owner, I would probably try to beat the system in the only, because these people can't close their businesses. That's the thing. Like a lot of them are just swallowing the pill because they have to stay open. I'm thinking about like local donut shops that we've had open our entire lives, for example. So for me, it would be, okay, well, let me go ahead and certify this employee as a security certified individual within my organization and having to do that for the entire three employees that I staff at, you know, like a small business like that. That's what you would have to do. You would have no choice but to do that. And another idea would be like, I've seen videos of um, like convenience stores that have that lock button where they lock those fuckers in. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, you're going to have to get wise about how you go about implementing security and safety of not only yourself, but your product. You're going to start seeing like a business closed off and a staff member coming up to you and saying, okay, it's your turn to enter the store and you cannot touch anything, but I'm going to grab everything for you that you want and have someone shadowing you the entire time you're shopping. Yeah. Like how higher end stores are, Yeah, right? Like we just went to Vegas and, you know, going to Caesar's palace in the forums and seeing all the high end stores where it's like intimidating because somebody's standing there. But that's the exact reason why we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. I was asking, like, how come during all this shit you never saw Vegas in these headlines being looted in that in that way? And that's probably why. Yeah. So the reason this is important for all of us, even if you don't live in California, is because we have a tendency to set the precedent for what happens in the rest of the nation. It's typically California stamps, New York stamps, and then everybody in between follows suit which is disgusting and unfortunate because we have such a corrupt system, I believe, in both of these states. So what we could do is voice our opinions, talk to people who are actually voting and sending letters and educating the people that we live with, educating our friends, making those posts on social media so that people know what's going on. 
Because with this type of criminal activity, it's not just about the theft and the product loss. It's about the safety concerns that come along with this type of behavior, which is something that I think is important for us to all realize and to take into account. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.